and good evening, everybody, and welcome to another Deep Folking. Uh, I am your host, Dan, and tonight I am joined by, uh, of course... Brett, the one who hates doing these because they're terrible. They're not terrible, you're just bad at them. Uh, And then I don't know who you are. Yeah, um, I'm sorry, my name is Nathan, Um, I'm, I'm... Representing Victor, and I, I wanted to jump in really quickly and just say that the views of this podcast do not necessarily represent the views of GFY LLC. Um, so I would like our listeners to just proceed with caution. Again, my name is Nathan Graves, and I'll be joining today representing uh, GFY LLC for Victor. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Wait, are, do you you work here? Huh? Are you Victor's lawyer? No, yeah, yeah. Victor, he hired me. Uh, he knew he wasn't going to be able to be here for this this series of podcasts uh, and, and deep folking, so he he hired me, and and, I, and I'm going to be here. It's it's basically just pretend like I'm I'm Victor. Just pretend like I'm Victor, and uh, I, I may butt in every once in a while just to make sure we're on the right path, the straight and narrow. But otherwise, I'm just going to be uh, having a good time. Oh, okay, so you're here to endorse all the legal and medical advice that we provide our listeners, right? <clears throat> Again, the views of this podcast do not necessarily resu- uh, reflect the views of GFY LLC. But the legal and do medical that a lot? advice. Like, I just okay. might have to butt it just periodically just to say, you know, j- just just to say don't try this at home. Okay. okay. But, I mean, we usually encourage our listeners to try this at home. No, no, no. There are significant risks associated with trying anything that's uh, represented uh, on this no, podcast at home. No risks involved in anything. Yeah, Do whatever you want. Drink as much as you want. Drive a little bit. You know, whatever, whatever it needs to be. I'll try. I don't keep, like this. <laughs> I'll try to keep my interjections down to a bare minimum. Um, but oh, I, 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 yeah. I feel like what you is your, hate what my is gambling your... stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hold on. Before, uh, what, what is? Do you have a background in this? Do you even care about folklore? Oh no! Like, what? No! 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 Uh, no! I, I responded to a Craigslist ad. I've been out of work for a while. My wife and I recently moved to the West Coast, and I was just looking for a job. And uh, I saw this ad for GFY LLC. Um, I thought it was a uh, some some Goodfellas related. Uh, sort of material, but it wound up being go folk yourself. Um, but you know what? I'm I'm excited uh, to to sort of explore and see what you guys do. I will say I've never heard an episode of your podcast. Awesome! awesome. This is so. This it's is basic, what we look for. All right, Dan. This is just like having Victor in the studio. I got it. Because huh. <laughs> I don't think Victor even pays attention to what he edits. Did you listen to Oregon? <laughs> God, it was abysmal. So yeah, Man, clearly you're him. right on this. So, all right, well, uh, welcome, I guess. And uh, so, let's uh, let's kick this bad boy off. I have a topic we're going to discuss today. I hope you guys are uh, are are ready. I'm very excited, and I can't wait to talk to this random contractor in lieu of Victor. I think he's going <laughs> to add some valuable insights. I'm restraining my con uh, my excitement until I hear what the topic is about. Uh, okay, but I'm I'm okay. cautiously excited. I re- I respect Good, that. Man. I get that. Yeah, I mean that makes sense to me. Obviously. Well, what are we talking about? Well, so tonight we are going to talk about what is the difference between a haunted tour and tragedy terrorism, or sorry, tragedy tourism. Tra- <laughs> I would like to say that uh, uh, GFYLC does not uh, endorse terrorism. Yeah, I think we could all get behind that contract. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. That that seems fair. All right, uh, so tragedy but what is the tourism between tragedy versus... tourism and haunted encounters or tours? Like a go, like a city ghost tour? Is that like sure? 
So, for example, okay. uh, I went on a ghost tour in New Orleans uh, where we saw a house where there was a woman who was practicing voodoo in the basement and killing people, right? So how much time needed to pass where that wasn't just people coming to gawk at the home where there was just recently murders and all of a sudden became like a, hey, go ahead and get drunk on Bourbon Street and then we're going to walk you down to a house where some murders happened a while ago. I feel like it's an easy 100 years needs to pass before it can be allowed to be a ghost tour and not a true crime tour. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to, so uh, not to uh, offend anybody, but like, for example... Think of um, the Pulse nightclub in Orlando. Right. Right. People are going there, taking pictures in front of it. There are like wooden walls, like to, like with um, memorials, things like that. And that is considered tragedy tourism. Is that when you go to the scene of like a disaster or like horrific event to look at yes. it? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like I live there and yes. I have not, I've <clears throat> not gone to visit that uh, because it make, would make me sad. So, so it might have butt in really quick. Is is the question whether there's a, a certain amount of suspension of disbelief that has to happen to go on a ghost tour, whereas tragedy tourism, you're directly faced with actual tragedy, and so you think that there's a difference that that, that that's kind where the of. difference lies. I think that's that that's there's an yeah. element of tra- I mean, there's obviously an element of tragedy in any ghost story. It wouldn't be a ghost story if nothing horrific. Had ha- if like if there had not been a horrific event where one or more people sure. died, you know? Yeah. Well, I I went on a ghost tour in uh, Williamsburg, Virginia, and it's the colonial area of Williamsburg. So you've got a lot. I'm, your your hundred year requirement, Brett, has certainly been met by all of the houses that exist in that area and their original structures. So you're touring these original buildings that supposedly had, and, and the ghost tour, we would stop every once in a while and, and the, the tour guide would tell us the story of what happened in there. And there was like a candle in the window, you know, but there was no one in the house when they went in to, you know, investigate and that, that kind of mm-hmm. like eerie sort of spooky ghost story. But, right. and maybe this is because I'm a prasmat- pragmatic sort of uh, <clears throat> lawyer slash representative, but uh, I don't necessarily know that I b- buy into that, right? So I go into entertainment like that with a certain amount of, I'm just here to be entertained. I'm more here for the same reason I would go see a scary movie, you know? You're th- Absolutely. Are you there for the theatrics of the tour guide as well, much as you are for of the locations themselves? I will say in that case, I was disappointed by the tour guide, uh, and it did significantly impact my enjoyment of the tour. So I think that after that tour, I realized my answer to that question is yes. Huh. Well, so hold on, Brett, before you make the point you're going to make here, or okay. unless it's directly related. Uh, it is about ghost tours in general, because I well, fucking love ghost tours. <laughs> <laughs> so do I, but this is, so this is my point. Like I'm going to use, I'm going to use pulse again for this moment. Let's say a hundred years passes from that event. Right. Okay. So this what is the year. What theatrics does the tour guide do to show? Like that's that's my point. When does it become a family antic and not a tragedy? Oh, that's a good point. I mean, like most of the so a lot of the ghost tours that I've been on are predominantly in the South, uh, like Savannah, yeah. Charleston. Uh, I've been right. to a few in Tampa, and um, one of the the only ones that I've been to up north were in Boston. 
Salem. Not, you didn't do Salem? Oh, I've done That's yeah, I did Salem. I actually went on a um a magic tour, which was actually pretty awesome, which is not the same as a ghost tour. Uh, because it was Oh, a, did you go to uh Ilvermorny? No, I did not go to Ilvermorny. I did uh Ugh. I went it was uh, I actually was there over Halloween, so there was a an outside ritual and we went through all the different witchcraft spots in the town, which is pretty cool. How many Thunderbirds were in the crowd? Uh you know what? I could tell they were all a bunch of uh mugwumps, I believe. Is one of the other uh, houses. Fucking hate mugwumps. Or that uh, that damn cat one. I don't know. Ilvermorny <laughs> is a wretched abortion of content, and no one should like it. I hate it. Uh, but that's not what this is about. Um, I think that the but in the the commonality to all of these uh, tours that I've been on is it's always like it culminates in a really really fucking dark place. Like Savannah was like yellow fever epidemic. Which if you don't know this, the yellow fever was like one of the worst uh, epidemics that ever hit America. And like thousands and thousands of people died from that. But now it is all part of ghost tour culture there. Uh, because a lot of the locations are like old houses where like whole families were wiped out by the yellow fever epidemic. Mm. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe, I don't know what it is that removes it from tragedy tourism into haunted tourism. Well, uh, any, the- any thoughts? The observation I would make as well is that most of the ghost tour stories that I've been told, and I've only been on two, there's one in uh, uh, St. Augustine and then the one in Williamsburg, Virginia, um, and almost all of the stories had some me- some level of hearsay to them. They were they had been discussed locally before the story made was made larger. No one was really a hundred percent sure what happened. There was no certainty to it, and so the the speculation of well maybe it was supernatural natural could be fun because you didn't know for certain that a woman was actually just murdered by you know a mass murderer. That would be a lot less fun to talk about than the potential so then- of supernatural. So then, is it possible that uh, in our current day and age, we will not be producing any more haunted events because everything is knowledge and less myth, right? Like, if 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 something, if a mass murder happened in the 1700s, it's all hearsay. There's no videos, sure. photos, documents that, like, prove what happened. It was literally just the, like, uh, I, I am the person living near this house I heard screaming. Yeah. Uh, And then I saw this man run out with blood on his hands and I I assume he murdered. One to interject uh, in Milwaukee, you can take a Jeffrey Dahmer related ghost tour and he is, uh, when did they catch him? They caught him um, 80s, like 70s or 80s. I'm not 100%. I'm not a true crime nerd. Uh, (laughs) But let's suffice it to say it is very extreme late 20th century. Right. Uh, where the people that would be our parents' generation would be very much alive and aware of what was going on with Jeffrey Dahmer. And uh, yeah. that is now a ghost tour. Uh, it is hmm. it is very much possible that not only are his victims' fa- immediate family members still alive, but also that his the friends of his family members are also still alive. So yeah. I don't... But I feel like serial killers are kind of immune. I mean, I know there are victims, yes, but... Serial killers kind of grow their own myth and legend just by virtue of being a serial killer. Right. But right? I, so is that's that a the tour, tour of the or is that a ghost tour because it has elements of both. But I think that that would also draw the true crime macabre crowd in addition to yeah. the like weirdo Well ghost yeah, that's crowd. not that's not bringing I'm sure that's not bringing really the ghost crowd in the same way. 
No, that seems that seems more tragedy toward me. That's yeah. you being fascinated by some crazy tragic event that really happened and you know it really happened, which is why you want to go. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm if I really want to go to places and experience that sort of secondhand, you know, tragedy, I'm not going to go to places where it might just be that the locals made the story up. I'm going to go to places where I know these things sort of happen. So I think that might be where the where the line is is sort of drawn. And then the other thing I was going to say is I think it is possible potentially that myth and legend and the supernatural still does sort of generate stories and you know there's more of these sort of little areas where there are haunted houses and there are ghost tours. They may still pop up because we still have places that you know, cite that they saw Bigfoot and there are UFO sightings and things like that. They're just not your more pop, you know, heavily populated areas mm-hmm. of America. They're your more either backwater or just low, you know, lesser populated areas. Like you a know. rural area is more yeah. likely to have like if, cryptid are activity. You, well, are you, if the whole, if the hive mind of an area is able to agree together that that house is haunted, then a legend can be born. Right. If 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 a collective of group of people can together begin that rumor that oh did you hear about the house down the street yeah that house is haunted you know that takes a small group of people you get a, a city like Los Angeles and that sort mm-hmm. of legend isn't going to permeate. I think well, let me in ask a you, big city that it's more likely that a legend like that will permeate because most of yeah. the places that I think predominantly have like walking or riding or whatever ghost tours may you know have are. Usually in a medium to larger size city, but they weren't. But when. those are those are classic haunted tours. Like the right. the the tours in in New Orleans are not based on like recent events. That's right. what he's saying. Yeah. Is the the collective hive mind currently would be in communities that are smaller and thus can essentially buy in quicker. Maybe yeah. what the um, the elements Go, of the ghost, ghost tours are moving to Alabama. <laughs> yeah. <that's- laughs> Let me, let me let me let me ask you this real quick then nathan um are your views on uh rural communities being dumb and able to digest nonsense also the views of victor or uh, gfy llc uh <clears throat> gfy llc does not necessarily uh condone stereotyping um individuals I've often heard Victor stereotype Ethan for being no, no, no. a redneck. <laughs> uh, Victor uses factual data and aggregates that data to make informed decisions and conclusions. Like, yeah, his overalls. I get it. Yeah. So <laughs> they're always stained with berries. <laughs> <laughs> He's always barefoot. But but <laughs> let me and let me clarify that really quick. I don't think that rural areas are dumber and therefore more likely to believe something. I think anyone is likely to believe something supernatural if the group decides collectively that it's fun to believe that or, Hmm. or, you know, or that it's good. It's okay to believe that. I just think it's more common there because those communities are smaller. Maybe it takes a period of time to pass between when it is a collective community tragedy and then into the mythos and then therefore urban folklore of a community yeah. of being people, haunted. People because care maybe like- the first hand people were no longer alive. Yeah. And then it's no it's a part of a collective memory rather than being like a first hand retelling. Does that make yeah. sense? 
Yeah, because yeah. no one, right. no one would, no daughter of someone who was murdered in a haunted house would want to see a tour going by. Right. You know, like, yeah. like <laughs> of a group of people who want to see where her mother was murdered. There's there's too many people too close to the incident. You know, in in the fifty or so years following yeah. the, I'll say twenty twenty five years or so following the incident. But once you get you know a few generations past, yeah, you care a little less. Which how far back, Nathan, would you care about? a relative being murdered and featured in a haunted house story. <laughs> like how many generations are we talking? Okay. Like obviously I mean, not I'm, grandparent. I think that's a little too close to too home. close, too close. <laughs> and yeah. And I'm, I'm blessed enough to still have my grandparents. So like, I, I definitely would say for me, that's too close. Their parents though. I didn't know any great grandfather of the I, four of them. I didn't know a great game. grandfather. I think that's fair game. What I think you, first, Dan? first, the first great is absolutely. I think we're game. there. Yeah. <laughs> I knew two of my great grandparents, and I would still think it would be fair game. Because yeah, because I, <laughs> I only knew them as a child. Because they lived in a world without electricity, and thus they are nonsense. <laughs> I, made no sense. And they are the, peasant I, rural people who are I now knew, dead. I knew two of my great grandmothers. Um, but I imagine that if they passed away, if there's a story going on about them that I'm around to see, I imagine they firstly passed away when I was young. Secondly, most women involved in these are doing the haunting. Women are the ones who, after they are murdered, stick around and then mm-hmm. ca- cause, you know, fear. That's or haunt. scientific fact. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, it, right. They, so they so be I shopping. I, would, I get that. I would be proud. <laughs> I would be proud. I would be proud to know that one of my great grandmothers was haunting a house, and people were so compelled by it. Why? Because that, they that means to see she it. had a tragedy in her life. You don't want to wish that well, on her. Yeah, I, but she's getting revenge on what? On a who? You building? <laughs> on all the visitors and passersby. She's draining their energy psychically. That's what <laughs> like she's my, sapping them of their sustenance. My yes. great grandfather was straight up murdered, like in real life, <laughs> and. I would be like pretty excited if he was featured in like a true crime haunted house scenario. Like yeah. I would probably go out of my way to see that. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, there's I don't know. It's not pride obviously because yeah. that's weird to have pride in, but it's it's an interesting sure, it's, it's an interesting family story to tell and if it's that yeah. far removed from you, you're okay telling it because there's no actual emotion related. Yeah. Well, I've got I've got I've got three things then real quick. Um, I'm going to name three different places, and I want you guys to classify it as uh, haunted attraction or tragedy tourism. Okay. All right. These these are going to be easy. So first, Auschwitz. Tragedy tourism. Tragedy tourism. Like easy. Okay. So why? do I also think Auschwitz is probably incredibly haunted? Absolutely. But I think <laughs> but that different. it is. It is uh, too recent. To have yeah. that attachment, and it probably never will have a haunted tour yeah. attached to it. I think that back to, for me, it's back to my earlier point about hearsay versus fact. And I think that there's too much documentation about what happened in that area for it to ever become legend. It's just mm-hmm. history and yeah, a, tra- just, a tragic moment uh, in history. But so, and that's that's the beauty of this is you're right. It is history, but legends will grow in the cracks of history, right? So yeah, but the, the cracks of that, the wall itself, will still stand there, and no, no, it's no, still I understand. Auschwitz Jews. itself is well noted; everyone knows what happened there. But then maybe stories of hauntings come in time of like, yeah. oh, I started seeing these floating globes. I right? wouldn't like, be surprised I, if that was indeed incredibly 
haunted because yeah. it that that's so much negative energy and so much tragedy in one compound area that I don't think it could help but to be haunted. And, yeah, I think, uh, the, but I don't know right. if like if in our lifetimes even that there would ever be like a tour to talk about the ghosts there rather than like the historical fact because it yeah. was such a okay. momentous event. Especially Fair. Auschwitz specifically. Like, yeah. I think there might be areas that are like World War II haunted area, right? That you can go visit in Germany, but Auschwitz specifically, I think, yeah. will remain to be a tragic, you know, representative okay. place. Okay. Ready for number two? Yep. yep. Do it. The Dungeons of Warwick Castle. Haunted. Haunted, haunted tour. Fun haunted. time. Even though, even though we're talking the dungeons where you literally have the, the, Vehicles of torture yeah. laid in front of you. That is 100% haunted ghost tour material because everyone involved in that is long dead, as are their direct and then indirect descendants. <laughs> as is the fear that people might find themselves still in that dungeon or be, you know, being tortured by the devices in that dungeon. I think the use of all the all the tools down there is also sort of, uh, you know, obsolete. So, sure. So, I'm, I don't think many people are put into Iron Maidens anymore. You are correct. <laughs> I think so, that the, the enjoyment of merry old England, and that is spelled M-E-R-R-I-E, and then O-L-D-E, England, combines with the medieval torture things to make for one hell of a ghost tour. And, I, and if you put a big fat guy like with turkey leg <laughs> giving that tour, like I will give that man extra money. Okay. All right. You ready for the third one? Alcatraz Prison. I think that that is a true crime tour and not a ghost tour, which is very different. Saying, I think there, there is a, I'm if, torn. If there I is a Venn haunting. diagram of people that like ghosts and people that like true crime, that there might be one. Let's say that there's three companies that do tours of Alcatraz. I bet that there's two true crimes and then like an after hours ghost one, but it's not that good. <laughs> well but it's not but it's not a tragedy tour it's not tragedy tourism right because i'm not i mean it is it was a horrible prison full of horrible people i think it depends on how much you know about alcatraz as to your intention of going there so if i go there because i know so much about alcatraz how horrible it was and i just want to go there to experience where all of these people were put through the worst years of their life that's tragedy tourism if i just heard that there's a prison on an island in california that just sounds like a haunted place and maybe i want to go experience the ghost tour there Hmm. So, so it's almost about intention yeah but i think that like an al capone junkie is more likely to go to that than like a ghost junkie would. True. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, that wraps up my discussion. So thank you guys <laughs> so much for joining. Uh, hopefully, if you have anything to add on Twitter, uh, remember, uh, we are at Go Folk Podcast. Uh, tweet us with your own uh, uh, places that you'd like us to determine whether or not it is a haunted event or tragedy tourism, as we are now experts on the subject, yeah. as well as experts at giving you medical and legal advice. Yeah, I would so, I would like to say just one more time that the views of this podcast do not necessarily represent the views of GFY LLC. They do, however, directly represent the views of Victor. 
Oh, okay, okay good. Well, we got that. Yeah, That's good. good. So go ahead well, and yeah. write us a review or like our post, but make sure you're doing all that stuff while you're driving people. Like, that's yes. very important. <laughs> yes. That's what Victor wanted you to know more than anything, was that you need to be driving while you, A, tweet at us, B, follow us on Apple Podcasts, and C, write a review with five stars. And all listen, while driving. Two, two beers does not a drunk make, okay? Especially when it comes to vehicles. Everybody knows that. The first two are gimmies. No contest. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, good night, everybody. And remember, go fuck yourself. <laughs> he said the thing. <laughs>